These troops you can see over here, they are Russian airborne forces. They have taken this airport. They've allowed us to come in and be with them as they defend the perimeter of this air base here where uh, helicopter-borne troops, these troops, uh, were landed in the early hours of this morning to take and to form an air bridge to allow for more troops to come in. You can see these are Russian forces. You can tell they're Russian. I've spoken to them already. You can tell they're Russian. They've got that orange and black band to identify them as Russian forces. I've spoken to the commander on the ground there within the past few minutes, and he said they are now in control of this airport. And within the past few seconds, just before you came to us, they were engaged in a firefight, presumably with the Ukrainian military, which says it is staging a counteroffensive to try and take back this, this, this airport. We can tell you now. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. Ukraine and the world right now are going through hard times because of weak people, weak men and women and a corrupt ideology of neoliberalism that is no ideology at all. It is against natural law, ladies and gentlemen, and natural law will always prevail. The rotted fruits of neoliberalism are playing out on your television screen right now. And we must be wise and prepared for it to get worse. As you saw there, Russian troops are on the ground, airborne troops fighting with Ukrainians over air bases in Kiev right now. Almost every single city in Ukraine is under full-fledged assault from Russian forces. Why is this happening? I think that's an important question to begin our show today. Our show today will show you the most shocking and horrific clips about what is happening. On we cannot even describe what is about to be shown to you. You must see it with your own two eyes. Missiles hitting civilian targets, explosions and mushroom clouds, perhaps even a nuclear meltdown radiation facility that is being taken over and fought over as we speak in Chernobyl. The threat of nuclear war, the collapse of entire economies, entire currencies, and the world on the brink. That is just a small fraction of what has happened over the last 24 hours. Natural law is a system of law based on close observation of human nature. It's based on the values of intrinsic human nature that can be deduced and applied independently of positivist law. According to natural law theory, all people live on this earth with inherent rights conferred to them not by an act of legislation or government, but by God and nature and reason. Natural law theory can also be referred to as the theories of ethics and civil law. It has grounding in religious morality. Natural law is the law of the earth and it will always reassert itself. Natural law, ladies and gentlemen, is being played out right now. Putin and Xi Jinping, they perceive the West as a declining power. They view the West as weak and stupid, infantile and decadent, thoroughly paristatized by a mercenary virtual elite class that seems more than happy to wage an internal war 
on their own physical classes, you and I. The internal war was on full display in Canada. The internal war was on full display with Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Joe Biden's open border. Joe Biden's Afghanistan collapse. And what you are experiencing right now is the actions of the most evil people on earth. We do not condone them. We are disgusted by what we see in Ukraine. We want peace and happiness for all people. We want strong men to create good times. We do not want weak men to create bad times. Bad times is what you are seeing now. What you are also seeing now is the fourth turning. And before I hop into the enormous amount of videos we have to play for you, we will be playing them for you throughout this show. They will shock you and stun you and horrify you. I hope you have gunpowder in your stomach and iron in your spine for this show, ladies and gentlemen. I must explain to you, just on the offset here, and it's the final thing you must know, we believe in the fourth turning. The fourth turning is what we are in now. If you want to know why this is all happening, it's because it happens in cycles throughout human history, predictable cycles based on natural law, based on that maxim that human beings have a nature to them and that that nature is given to us by God and that that nature moves in cycles. William Strauss wrote a book called The Fourth Turning that will predict America's future. We've read it. And we think it is fascinating. And we believe that we are in the fourth turning. Strauss bases his vision on American history on a look back of the last 500 years. A distinct pattern emerges. Modern history moves in cycles, each one lasting the length of a human life. Each composed of four eras. The turnings is each era. The last 20 years always arrive in the same order, the fourth turning where we are now. The authors illustrate these cycles with analysis of the World War II period. First comes a high period of confident expansion. This would be known as the 1920s, where the old world was swept away, the roaring 20s. Next comes the awakening, time of spiritual exploration and rebellion against the now-established order. Then comes the unraveling and an increased troubled era, which individualism triumphs over the crumbling institutions, and last comes crisis, the fourth turning, when society passes through a great perilous gate of history. Together, the fourth turnings, the four turnings are comprised of history's seasonal rhythms of growth, maturation, entropy, and rebirth. The generations are broken down like this. The last fourth turning was World War II. After World War II was 20 years of relative peace and rebirth. Then came the era of rebellion, the 80s and 90s, against the now-established order, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Then the unraveling happens, and increased trouble begins, the 2000s. We are now in the year 2020. Now we are in the year of the fourth turning. This is what we live in today and what historians would call an era of crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, they say that there are decades when nothing happens and then there are weeks when decades happen. 
Those kind of weeks are happening right now. Ukraine is on fire, Russia has attacked, and Europe is feeling the stress of war. The markets are also feeling that stress, and they are crashing around the globe. So are currencies. Have you checked the price of the ruble lately? People are losing everything that they have worked their entire lives for. But fortunately, gold is up. That's because gold is stood the test of time. Its value is secure. And if you are not yet invested in gold, I highly recommend it, especially in times like these. Birch Gold is the only people I trust to diversify my savings into gold. And if you haven't done this, you're missing the boat. Let them help you convert your IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered gold IRA that is secure in tough, tumultuous times like this. You see the markets go up. You see them crash down. You see fiat currencies get lit on fire around the world. But if you've invested in gold, you are secure. I trust Birch Gold, and that's why I am proud to partner with them. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. And if you text Benny right now to the number 989898, you will get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. Text Benny to 989898 to start securing what you have worked so hard for in these trying times. Benny to 989898 for Birch Gold. But the daytime brought further horrors, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you a rundown of what we have now from our news, key facts, and updates. Putin gave an address late last night saying special military operations would begin in Ukraine. Shortly after this speech, many believed the pre-recorded explosions and rockets of of shortly after the speech, many believed to be pre-recorded explosions rocked Ukraine. There were reports of Russian attacks on targets in multiple major cities in Ukraine, including Kiev, Odessa. Shortly after the reports of explosions, President Zelensky declared martial law. Estimates of dead and injured are almost non-existent as of the early afternoon. One Ukrainian official said hundreds. Some put the death toll at 40. It came after cruise missiles guided by rockets, took out targets from east to west, airfields, military bases, ammo dumps, command posts, including in the capital. Six Russian jets were shot out of the sky in the Donbass region. 50 Russian troops have been killed, Ukraine claims. Russia claims to have neutralized Ukraine's air defense capabilities, and shortly after these reports, martial law was implored across Ukraine, implemented. Ukrainian border guards say they have come under attack from heavy artillery tanks, troops from Russia and Belarus. Ladies and gentlemen, Chernobyl is also under attack. The place of the catastrophic nuclear meltdown here from the AFP. Firefighting rages in Chernobyl. It's a no-go facility. And it is currently radioactive and will be for the next 100 years. Russian troops attacking Chernobyl, says the Daily Mail, could set off radiation clouds across Europe. Ukraine warns as bombs hit ships owned by NATO members in Turkey and in the Black Sea, sends citizens to shelter. Ukrainian forces are battling over control over the area of the country, including Chernobyl, the nuclear waste meltdown area, the no-go zone. Government advisors voiced fear that fighting in the exclusion zone could 
could destroy nuclear storage facilities where the nuclear meltdown happened, creating a cloud of fallout that could blanket all of Europe. It was the Russians who recklessly melted down their reactors in the first place and caused the Chernobyl disaster that I believe killed hundreds, if not thousands, back in 1986. Meanwhile, NATO members said that their ships have been hit by bombs. Citizens in Kiev have rushed to shelters. Weak men create hard times. Joe Biden is a weak man. Our global leaders are weak. NATO has been weak for a very long time. You cannot discuss this crisis without discussing what caused it. And the human suffering and toll is horrifying. Donald Trump, for his part, was on television last night, Laura Ingram's show, describing what he saw and why this is happening. We felt it important to play this clip for you, as you can see what a man who brought us four years of peace, there was no war, a man who brought us a relative peace around the world and a deeply stable economy, what he had to say as Ukraine collapsed into anarchy. Um, President Trump, thank you for joining uh, us tonight uh, via telephone. Uh, you're watching this unfold, your reaction to Putin's threat if uh, any Western nation or any nation intervenes with this Russian military action. Well, this is something that should have never happened. This would not have happened during my administration. In fact, some people were saying, why didn't this take place uh, over the last four years during our administration? And it didn't for a very good reason. And I'll explain that to you someday. But it wouldn't have taken place and it wouldn't have taken place right now. And it's a very sad thing for the world, for the country. And it's certainly very sad for a lot of people that are going to be needlessly killed. It is a very sad thing. Donald Trump, a president that brought us peace, peace in the Middle East, peace in our nation relatively. In fact, the only element in our nation that was at war was the neoliberals who are at this very moment destroying our world order through their feline nature, their passive-aggressive nature, not their canine nature. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our program for just a moment to give you an exciting announcement from our friends at The Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is now making feature-length films, and the world premiere of their first film, Shut In, reached over half a million views upon its release. That is more people than watch Don Lemon's show on CNN every night. <laughs> And it currently has an audience score of 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Daily Wire worked night and day to make this film, and it shows it had me on the edge of my seat. You gotta watch it. It's exclusively streaming for Daily Wire members, and if you're not one, you are missing out. Support conservatives making movies. Support movies without a woke agenda. This might be The Daily Wire's first original production. It will not be their last. The Daily Wire also released a new trailer for Hyperions, an anti-superhero movie, and Terror on the Prairie, the new western starring the amazing, uncancelable Gina Carano. It's coming this summer, so go to thedailywire.com slash subscribe to get a membership today. Use the code BETTY for 20% off your new membership. Go! 
their masculine nature, the nature grounded in natural law. Donald Trump went on to say this. Um, President Biden is monitoring the situation at the White House now and is going to talk to the G7 tomorrow. Tomorrow? (laughs) And he's going to talk to the nation at some point tomorrow as well. Uh, Your reaction to that approach? I don't think he's monitoring. I think he's probably sleeping right now. Donald Trump said this. Joe Biden released a statement last night. Joe Biden also had this to say during the campaign as it pertains to Vladimir Putin. He said, Putin would not be messing with me. He doesn't want to go toe-to-toe with Joe. Because Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. I'm going to stand up to him. He's a bully, just like the president. And I know he doesn't want me to be president, but to tell you what, when I'm president, things are going to change. Things are going to change. Well, I'll show you exactly how things have changed with Joe Biden being president. Here's a photo from the streets of Kiev this morning. A woman battered, bloodied, brutalized. A woman who's gone through incredible horrors the night before as what looks like a crumbled apartment building is in the background. We do not know the story of this woman. This is a photo that has been all over the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what has changed. What has changed is that the global leaders do not respect Joe Biden. They don't respect weakness. They do not respect a leader that cannot lead his own nation. They don't respect a leader who attacks his own people. They see this as the time for expansion. And if you can follow the Chinese messaging organs on the internet, you will see that state and Chinese media are sizing up Taiwan at this very moment, saying that that juicy nugget and that island will be theirs very soon. They view this as their moment to act, even as the actions that Russia has taken seem to be having quite dire consequences. We shall see. Russia is potentially going to be taken off of the SWIFT payment systems. This is going to separate Russia from the entire global economy. The Russian stock market has plunged over 50%. The ruble is hitting record lows against the dollar, and it seems as though the Russian economy may collapse. So we shall see what happens as a result of this invasion. These images are horrifying. We pray for the people of Ukraine. Weakness has consequences. Weakness has real consequences. We are governed by natural law. The evil people in this world believe might makes right. They believe that if they can take something, they will. They believe that the West is corrupted and that we have weak leadership that will do nothing to stand in their way. When the enemies of America turn on and flip on the television set and listen to what our leaders are saying about them in order to keep them from doing bad things around the planet, ladies and gentlemen, this is what they hear. Is this the clip that finally cemented Vladimir Putin's resolve to invade Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know.
but it's not good. I mean, listen, guys, we're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. We are talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. So our position is for us very clear, which is as a leader, which we have been bringing together the allies, working together around our collective and unified position, that we would all not just prefer, we desire, we believe. It is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. These people are infantile. Our leaders are feckless, weak, sad, students of neoliberalism. They are feline. They are not canine. They do not believe in natural law. They do not believe in any law. They believe in the laws of power and that they, the global elite, are entitled to the earth. They are entitled to rule over us and that no one will stand in their way. Well, Vladimir Putin just stood in their way in an attempt to remake the world. Let me be very, very clear. What Vladimir Putin is doing is evil. Where is the deterrent? Evil doesn't dissipate because you wish it. Evil doesn't rewrite itself. History doesn't rewrite itself because you wish it doesn't exist. There are consequences to weakness. Ladies and gentlemen, when the worst people on earth see what is happening in our nation, in our country, when they see the inability of the West to defend themselves, the bloodiest 100 years on any continent ever was the last 100 years in Europe. The bloodiest, largest sacrifice of human life in human history was on the continent of Europe over the last 100 years. That is demonstrable and true. Why do European leaders behave in such a weak, frail manner? The answer is neoliberalism. If there's any continent that should take heart to defend itself and to bolster itself and to invest in their defense, it should be the NATO nations. But they can't even be brought to pay their 2%. It was Donald Trump the first president in American history to say, you will pay your 2% for your defense to NATO. Instead, European countries spend money on healthcare, universal healthcare, social programs, mass immigration, welfare programs, cradle to grave socialist states. It is just weak beer Marxism. But natural law always reasserts itself. The rotten fruits of this worldview are beginning to show themselves. And it is 
horrifying to see. Is this what Build Back Better looks like? That is the question. Is this what Build Back Better looks like? It's a lot of mixed emotions. It's very, very angry. Donald Trump said he was extremely angry. And the stakes could not be higher, quite frankly. It is no longer fun and games. Vladimir Putin was on national TV discussing the sophistication of his nuclear arsenal. This is the most alarming comments from the Russian dictator over the past few hours. Listen. Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan just hours after he declared his military intervention and issued this warning to the rest of the world, particularly to the West. As for the military sphere, modern Russia, even after the collapse of the USSR and the loss of a significant part of its potential, is today one of the most powerful nuclear powers in the world and moreover has certain advantages in a number of the latest types of weapons. In this regard, no one should have any doubts that a direct attack on our country will lead to defeat and dire consequences for any potential aggressor. Dana, the overriding theme that struck me anyway from Monday night's speech by President Putin was this claiming of ownership over Ukraine, which previously Russians had denied was part of the agenda. But today, I think the sense that you got from him was an overriding sense of disgust with the West, aggrievement, and a desire to overturn the entire world order. Dana. A desire to overturn the entire world order. How is it going? Marco Rubio has an update. He tweeted earlier this morning at 1029. Marco Rubio said that Russia's invasion has taken longer and is costlier than Putin expected. Almost certain his military and intel leaders knew this, but no one told him ahead of time. Russia launched several attacks last night. Cities are very close to Ukraine's borders with NATO countries. Just one mistake or miscalculation would set off a broader catastrophic conflict. Russia is carrying out deliberate strikes on civilian targets. The purpose is to demoralize the population and diminish resistance. We showed you those this morning. Russia has three objectives, encircle and cut off Ukraine over the next 72 hours, deny Ukraine the ability to resupply airports from the Black Sea, and set the stage to install a pro-Russian interim government. Putin had a nuclear threat last night. I just played that for you. For years now, Russia's military doctrine is war against NATO countries for the use of battlefield nuclear weapons to escalate or to de-escalate and force negotiation and ceasefire. Yes. The prospect of nuclear war is on the table. In fact, that is the question we face right now. The prospect of nuclear war is the question on the table at this moment. Ladies and gentlemen, the terrifying prospect of releasing the noxious, poisonous fumes from Chernobyl upon all of Europe, blanketing them in radioactive clouds or potentially a nuclear strike. We have seen an enormous amount of mushroom clouds popping up over Ukraine 
Ukrainian air bases, military, civilian, presumably gas lines being hit. I fear to say this may not be the last. Forgive me. So now a message for all of you who put these people in the White House. When Americans are paying $10 a gallon for gasoline, when inflation hits 10, 12, 11, 17%, when you can no longer afford grocery store runs, when the dollar destabilizes, when 40, 50, 100 innocent civilians are killed in Ukraine, was it worth it to vote against a man who kept the world peaceful and kept our company prosperous, who kept our company filled with pipelines, oil, and natural resources, who kept our economy strong, paid down our debt, and kept the world's largest evils at bay? Was it worth it to vote against him because you didn't like his tweets or his skin color? He was too orange. But now people around the world are seeing red, including innocent civilians inside of Ukraine. We pray for the people of Ukraine. We do not wish them any harm. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Natural law and order is the way of the world. You cannot defy God. You cannot defy the way that we are strung together, the way that we are knitted together. Natural law and order is the way of thing and it, things, and it will always reassert itself. Your propaganda and your fetishizing of diversity and equity, it's not real life. And people get hurt when you do not live in the real world. In Donald Trump's comments last night, he said, I'm angry and I'm furious as an American. It's time for people to start living in the real world. This is not the real world. This is a creation, a fake cotton candy, fagazi, fagazi. The world that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Jake Sullivan live in isn't real. The world that our global elites live in is not real. It is a fake creation. It's time for us to elect real adults, real leaders, real people that have real iron in their spine, brass in their balls, gunpowder in their guts, and can stand on the world stage and can make America strong again. Enough of this. You 81 81 million votes for Joe Biden. Are you proud of yourself now? These are horrific consequences. I have a final clip for you as it pertains to the civilian element. CNN was inside of the subway in Kiev as civilians in Kiev took shelter inside of the subway stations Here's what they had to say. Can you tell me 
What are you doing here? Actually, came here for studies. You came here for studies? Yeah. And what ha this morning, what was your reaction when you heard that? Actually, it's very horrible, very scary. And what have you been told to do? What made you come to the bomb shelter? Uh, like, I, we got uh, some urgent news, like go to the shelter, stay in the basement. So we came And could you hear the bombing this yes. morning? I'll let you go, sorry. It's very crowded and a little bit chaotic down here, as you can imagine. We're talking hundreds of people spread out throughout this entire subway station. There are just so many people, and they have absolutely no sense of what is coming next. They have heard the reports about Russian tanks heading this way. They have heard uh, the explosions this morning, and just as we arrived here, there were more explosions. People came flooding down the stairs into this subway station. I wanted to talk to um, this lady here. Tell me your Hi. name. My name is Sveta. Sveta, tell me, how many hours have you been here in this shelter? We've just heard about information that it's uh, expected some, um, I don't know, explosions, and we arrived maybe an hour ago. Are you frightened? Are you scared? Sure. We just can uh, bring our uh, necessary uh, stuff. I, have, I, I have nothing. You have Excellent. nothing? Yeah, I have just passport documents and some money and uh, mostly we can't uh, uh, take cash because uh, I, I'm not sure that I can pay by heart now and uh, I'm not sure I can uh, get anywhere from Kharkiv for now. Do you and have a car? Yes, I have a car, but I don't have uh, the thoughts that I can uh, be safety yeah. in Ukraine, in any uh, city. And this is something we're hearing a lot, John. It's this idea, people have a car, but where do they go? People have no idea in this moment where is safe to go because this is such a widespread assault targeting cities across the country. There's this sense of desperation. The only thing to do is grab what you can and come down to bomb shelters like these, which are, by the way, subway stations. Yesterday, this would have been busy with people coming and going to work. Today, they have woken up in a new country and they have no idea any longer what their future in it is, John. Do not forget the face of people, the face of human beings, little children, who are the true casualties of war. Do not forget that weakness has consequences, that natural law exists, that might does make right, that weak men create hard times for these people, that strong men create good times, and that we do not live in a fantasy land for these equity fetishizers of neo-Marxist communism and a world order elite in which they are in charge and they get to push everyone around. That is what has led to this collapse. That is what has led to this pressing issue. The horror on your screen today. We pray for the people of Ukraine. We do not want people hurt. This is going to be a time of 
collapse. This is going to be a time of upheaval and chaos. We better get smart as a country. As always, we are the last hope. Europe was saved three times this century. Three times by America. World War I, two, the Cold War. Europe was saved by us. It's time to become awake. No great reset, the great awakening. It's time to balkanize. It is time to kick the neoliberals and those who wish to have a weakened America, a frail America, a discouraged and a subverted America. Their time is done. They have failed. Natural order must reassert itself and always will. Which side will you be on? We pray for those in Ukraine. That's been our report. God bless you. Keep watching. We'll be live and bringing you the most prescient updates. Pray for those in Ukraine.